Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Squared Circle podcast, the UK's premier pro wrestling radio show. Andy Evans here, of course, joined by no one uh, because it is just me tonight. We have no Sam Mello. Sam, unfortunately, is still recouping from, uh, well, all in. Uh, Sam feeling the effects of uh, uh, an evening of professional wrestling. So we're going to go solo show this week. It is just me, but what a week we have given you in terms of content. We kicked it off, of course, with Road Agents. That followed up with the epic, just under two hours, all-in recap. And now we are back with the all-out and the payback preview. And if that wasn't enough, you can see it on screen. Uh, This Sunday, we will be joined by former Impact World Champion, Eddie Edwards, who will be talking all about the UK invasion. So it is a jammed, packed show. And if you want to get in contact with us, you can do all of the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, X, Threads, YouTube. It's all TSC Wrestling Pod using the hashtag TSC. Now, I hope you guys are okay. I hope everybody is is doing well. You're getting over the all-in blues. You know, you're wanting to go back this weekend. Are you feeling there's a bit of a loss because there's no event taking place in Wembley? Well, don't worry because we do have two pay-per-views uh, happening this week. WWE Payback and All Elite Wrestling All Out. But before we do that, we really need to go back in time and look at the week in wrestling history. <laughs> So this week in wrestling history, we have got the top or three of the biggest uh, events that have took place in history. And we are going to kick it off with this one. SummerSlam 1989. It was the second ever SummerSlam main event took place in New Jersey and featured the debut of the American dream, Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, the common man. Uh, Sorry. I'll never do that again. Elsewhere on the cards, saw the Ultimate Warrior win the Intercontinental Championship for a second time after beating Ravishing Rick Rude with a slight assist from the hot rod, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Uh, But it was the main event. It was the Macho Man, Randy Savage, and his tag team partner, Zeus, who has just come off the No Holds Barred movie, facing off against the immortal Hulk Hogan and the barber, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Of course, Sensational Sherry is in the main event. You've got all of this shenanigans. You've got the big no-holds-barred premiere that took place a few months earlier. Zeus was meant to be the next big thing. Never quite caught on. But there you go. That was SummerSlam 1989. Personally, one of my favorite SummerSlams. I really enjoyed it because there was a cracking opening contest uh, that took place between the Hart Foundation and the Brain Busters, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard, which kind of built on SummerSlam 88, which was the fabulous Rougeos against the Hart Foundation. So if you haven't checked it out, check it out. Great, great match. Now, it wouldn't be this week in wrestling history without touching on this one because it was 31 years ago that it took place. It was SummerSlam. August the 29th, 1992 was the first time any WWE pay-per-view had been held 
outside of North America. And it took place at the old Wembley Stadium right here in the UK in front of just over 80,000 fans. At the time, as we all know, the crowd was the largest legitimate attendance for any professional wrestling event in history. In the main event, England's own British Bulldog Davy Boy Smith won the Intercontinental Championship from his brother-in-law, Brett the Hitman Hart, in quite arguably one of the greatest matches, not only in company history, but in professional wrestling history. And the match that Hart cites as the best of his career. SummerSlam 92 was just phenomenal. And the one thing that I got from all of this from all in uh, this past weekend was talking to people in the crowd and kind of going, Do you know what? I, I was here when I was a kid. Like my, my parents brought me, my dad brought me, my grandfather brought me. And now I'm bringing my own kids to all in 31 years later. There is this legacy. In fact, you know, Lee, uh, Lee Tyers, a good, good buddy of mine and former head honcho here at TSC. He did the same thing. He went to SummerSlam 92 with his dad. And this time he took his son, to uh to Wembley Stadium so I mean it was magical it was historical there were some great matches of course we've only touched on those two but you had uh the macho man Randy Savage defending the WWF championship against the ultimate warrior which corner was the nature boy Ric Flair going to be I'm don't know what's going on with me today I'm not going to do that again um this is what you get for doing a solo show right nobody knows what's going on uh it was a great one but we got one more event in wrestling history it has to be AEW it's AEW All Out 2019 it was the second event it took place on August the 31st 2019 exactly today as we're recording this the second AEW pay-per-view All Out came to us from the Sears Center in Chicago Illinois on the pre-show Nyla Rose won a 21-woman casino battle royale to be the number one contender for the Women's World Championship. And the main event saw the Oko, the Demigod, the Painmaker, the Ayatollah of Rock and Roll, Chris Jericho, defeat the Hangman Adam Page to become the first ever AEW World Champion, which meant that Jericho will go down as the first person to have held the world title in the WWE the WCW and AEW. That was this week in wrestling history. We're going to go to a quick break. When we come back, well, we're going to kick off the event center, this time talking about WWE Payback. All right, WWE Payback goes down live this Saturday on pay-per-view or premium live event. You can watch it on the WWE Network internationally, or if you're in the U.S. domestic, you can watch it on Peacock or Rogers in Canada. And while we're talking about Canada, big shout out to our friends at McGuire on wrestling. So what have we got coming up on Payback this week well we've got the predictions let's give you an update of where we are in the prediction league uh coming out of all in both sam and i are tied on 10 points now that could change over the next two days because two days two day weekend two pay-per-views anything can happen let's kick it off let's have a look at the card we're going to start at the bottom the steel cage match trish stratus facing off against 
Becky Lynch. I mean, this feud has been going on now since WrestleMania. And quite honestly, it's the one feud that I'm really not interested in. Um, It was meant to have happened at SummerSlam. It got pushed due to time. And they've been kind of going back and forth on Monday Night Raw. You know, it's a shame because I'm a huge fan of... Uh, Becky Lynch, and I'm a I'm great admirer of Trish Stratus, the Hall of Famer. But this one just hasn't resonated. And I, I think, and we're going to talk about this a little bit more throughout the show, I think I'm actually feeling a bit of burnout this week uh, because of All In, and obviously Dynamite, Raw, and everything else. And now going straight back into two pay-per-views. Um, it's like, yeah, it's not grabbing me. However, prediction-wise, both Sam and I have called it a Becky Lynch win. I think that has to happen. And Becky then uh, needs to move on from this feud. But where does she go? Next up, Cody Rhodes will be appearing on the Grayson Waller effect. Intriguing one, this, because Grayson Waller is on SmackDown. Cody Rhodes is obviously on Monday Night Raw. So where are we going with this? Uh, Are we expecting anything to happen? Are we expecting an impromptu match? I'm not sure. But what we are going to get is some great promo work by two of the best at the moment in WWE. E. Cody Rhodes, since coming back to the company in January of last year, uh, WrestleMania of last year, has been absolutely on fire. Uh, obviously taking time out with a pec injury, coming back and, and just competing again at the highest of levels. I'm so impressed with Cody Rhodes. I'm a massive Cody Rhodes fan. But at the same point, I'm also a huge Grayson Waller fan. So to get these two in the ring, uh, it, it's going to be electric to see what happens. No prediction here. We don't know what's going to happen but it's going to be entertaining nonetheless. Uh, Coming up next, the US Championship, Rey Mysterio defending against Austin Theory. This is where Sam and I have gone slightly differently because Sam has gone for Rey Mysterio to retain and I've gone for Austin Theory to become the new US Champion. Now, why is that, do you think? Well, I think it's fair to say that Austin Theory uh, recently over the last few months hasn't been booked as well as he could have been. Uh, that That's maybe to be debated. I don't know why. I don't know why he's out of favor with WWE. But to drop the title to Rey Mysterio, then to win it back at payback, we're going to get something in the Latino world order. Maybe Santos Escobar is going to cost Rey. I'm not 100% sure. Um, but I'm predicting Rey Mysterio to drop it and Austin Theory to win it back again. I think Theory needs it. He needs the win. Um, he is struggling in this mid-card. He's kind of dropping down at the totem pole pretty fast. So Austin Theory to win. Sam has gone for Rey Mysterio to retain. Uh, Women's World Championship is up next. Rhea Ripley facing off against Raquel Rodriguez. This is going to be a big night for the Judgment Day because not only is Rhea Ripley going to be defending the Women's World Championship, but we're also going to see the Judgment Day, Finn Balor and Damian Priest face off against Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens for the World Tag Titles. And we'll touch on that in just a second. For me, this is a no-brainer. Again, just like Becky Lynch, Trish Stratus, this was meant to have happened at SummerSlam. It didn't. It got pushed. We've now got this match. This will be the biggest test for Rhea Ripley. And she needs a dominating win over Raquel Rodriguez. She needs to get this push going. It's not been the best push for her. It's not been the best run as champion for her. It's been more about Dom and the dissension with uh, the Judgment Day. So I'm hoping we get a good performance by Rhea. Both of us, both Sam and I, have gone for Rhea Ripley. Too early to take the title off her. She needs this. She needs a good feud under her belt. At the same point, Raquel 
uh, needs to have a good display. She's been kind of floundering in that tag team division, suffering the injury, of course, lives out for a while. Uh, this could be a barn breaker. This could be a barn burner. It could be up there as one of the matches of the night. Talking about the Judgment Day, we mentioned it. The undisputed tag team titles are up for grabs. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn defending against the Judgment Day, Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Now, in terms of prediction-wise, both Sam and I have gone for a retain by Kevin and Sami Zayn. And I think that is the logical way to go. Why? Because I think this is where the Judgment Day is going to implode. We're seeing the dissension between Balor and Damian Priest and Ripley and Mysterio. And we're seeing the JD McDonough card coming into play. So is he going to make an impact this Saturday night at Payback? My answer is yes. Uh, and we'll look forward to talking about it next week on the show uh, when we cover this and, of course, All Out. So to recap, both of us have gone for a retain by the World Tag Team Champions. Next up, yeah. LA Knight, yeah, facing off against, I don't know what it is about that, but I loved it. Yeah, uh, let me talk to you. Yeah, uh, LA Knight facing off against The Miz. Um, this has been a tremendous feud for both LA Knight and The Miz. It's made The Miz come back to be relevant. He's made him back into the public eye again. It's given him that rub. It's given him that ability to go out and do what he does best. And that is talk on the microphone with one of the best in the business, LA Knight, at cutting a promo. Whether or not the in-ring work is going to match it, I don't know. But this will be a great match in terms of promo skills. Looking forward to this one. It's got to be a clean sweep. LA Knight to win. Both Sam and I have said that. Uh, how will that affect the Prediction League? Then that brings us to the main event. The World Heavyweight Championship being defended. Seth Rollins defending against a reinvigorated Shinsuke Nakamura. The first time we're seeing Shinsuke Nakamura going back to what he was in New Japan. This king of strong style. This ability to kick ass and take names. He's no longer jokey. He's not comedy anymore. He's serious. He's threatening Seth Rollins. This is the biggest challenge in my mind to Seth Rollins' World Heavyweight Championship since winning it. But that doesn't reflect in the predictions. So Sam is predicting that Shinsuke Nakamura is going to walk out of payback as the new World Heavyweight Champion. And I am predicting that Seth Rollins is going to retain the World Heavyweight Championship. Now, either way... I'm happy with the result. I would be happy if Nakamura walked out as the world champion, and I would be happy if Seth Rollins retained, because I think these are two of the best in the business. It's going to be interesting, and this will be, in my opinion, match of the night. So do you agree with what Sam and I have predicted? Do you think that our predictions are right? Do you think Payback is going to be a good pay-per-view? Let us know across social media, Facebook, X, you still want to call it Twitter, threads and Instagram at TSC Wrestling Pod using the hashtag TSC Pod or like and comment on this video on YouTube uh, and we will reply to your comment. All right, coming up next, we're going to go to a quick break. Then we're going to be looking at All Out. This is going to be a much shorter show this week, guys. Uh, 
single solo show. We're just going to be previewing the two cards. We did a two-hour show uh, the other day. So let's go to the event center one more time after this break, if I can find it, which I can't. So let's go <laughs> to the break. We'll be back in just a second. All right, All Out takes place this Sunday night on pay-per-view. You can watch it exclusively internationally on Fight. Uh, domestically, you can watch it on pay-per-view, Sky Italia, uh, The Bleacher Report, um, or in selected cinemas. I'm going to be honest with you now, because everybody knows that on this show, I am a huge AEW mark. I love the product. I love All Elite Wrestling. I think everything they've done has been absolutely fantastic, and it's just great in-ring action but i'm burnt out i am burnt out with all elite at the moment the build for all in was last minute great matches and great atmosphere don't get me wrong fantastic card but this has been even worse and i think the problem with that is the fact that i don't buy in to the pay-per-view i'm not buying into the matches of course we had the cm punk jack perry incident at all in which has affected what would have been the main event. We knew Ricky Starks was meant to be facing CM Punk, potentially for the real world championship. And this past Wednesday on Dynamite, the rest of the card was put together. We only knew two matches, Chris Statlander against Ruby Soho and Darby Allen against Luchasaurus for the TNT title. So has it been booked too quick? Do the matches actually mean anything? Well, we're going to touch on that next week on the show. We're going to be debating that exact topic on Road to Five Star. But let me know what you think across social media. Has Tony Khan not booked All In well? Is it suffering from the All In jet lag? That's what we want to know from all of you. And we will use your comments on the show next week. All right, let's look at the predictions for All In. So uh, for All Out, sorry. So just like we did earlier on, Sam has provided me with his uh, predictions and I have done mine. We're going to kick off at the bottom of the card with a preview for Collision. Now, we are understanding that there is going to be a challenge laid out by Ricky Starks to WWE Hall of Famer, the Dragon Ricky Steamboat, for a strap match. And that is set to happen Sunday night at All Out in Chicago. Now, that will be Ricky the Dragon Steamboat's return to action and debut for All Elite Wrestling. And honestly, uh, I don't know if I can see it going anywhere else. However... Sam has gone for Ricky Steamboat to get the win. I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think they're going to hurt the momentum that Ricky Starks is getting. I'm going to go with Ricky Starks because I think that if Starks against CM Punk was still happening, you might be seeing that real world championship move to, uh, to Ricky Starks, but we're not going to know, at least for a while. Next up is tag team action. It's the New Japan Strong Openweight Champion Eddie Kingston and the Ring of Honor Pure Champion Katsu Katsuyori Shibata facing off against the Ring of Honor World Champion Claudio Castagnoli and Wheeler Yuta. This is obviously following on from the stadium stampede that took place at All In and the altercation that took place Wednesday night on Dynamite. This one I, I don't think is clear cut. Sam's gone the BCC to win. Um, I'm giving it to Eddie Kingston. I think they're building up to Eddie Kingston versus Claudio Castagnoli 
for the Ring of Honor World title where we will see a title switch. So the BCC don't need to win this one. This is an Eddie Kingston and Shibata win for me. The Ring of Honor tag team titles will be on the line. Now, this is a spoiler for Rampage tomorrow night. There is going to be a battle royal taking place to determine who the number one contenders will be to face off against Adam Cole and MJF at All Out. Well, spoiler alert, it's going to give you the results now. It's going to be the Dark Order. For me, this just makes it a no-brainer. This is better than you, baby. This match is just there. Yeah. Boom! Uh, Ring of Honor television champion Samoa Joe will be defending the championship against Shane Taylor. Again, I think it's an easy prediction. Samoa Joe to retain. And the problem we're getting with this is that we can't really talk about the matches too much because there's been no build. They're just there. They don't mean anything. And that's what I'm struggling with, with this all-out pay-per-view, that, like I said, just a few moments ago. Uh, both Sam and I have gone with Samoa Joe. Then we got the International Championship. Orange Cassidy, who defeated Penta this past week on Dynamite, will be defending the title against John Moxley. And this is where I think you're going to see a title switch. Now, they've been building this Orange Cassidy storyline for a for a long time. Great work uh, by Cassidy in terms of feigning the injuries and what he's been going through. He cut a great promo with Renee Paquette on Wednesday night. This is a John Moxley win. Does he need the title? Not so much. But I think it's going to continue this feud between the BCC. So both Sam and I, John Moxley, to get the win. Now, the match that was announced last night on Dynamite was an eight-man tag team match. Bullet Club Gold, uh, Switchblade, Jay White, Juice Robinson, and the Gun Club will face off against AEW Tag Champions FDR and the team that they beat this past Sunday at All In, the Young Bucks. It is going to be eight-man tag team action. Um, I'm intrigued about this one. The tag match at All In was one of the best matches of the night, featuring FTR and the Bucks. The Bullet Club are also on a roll. It could go either way. I'm going FTR Young Bucks. Sam is going Bullet Club Gold. I can't call it. I don't know which way it's going to go. But my money is on FTR and the Young Bucks, although there will be some dissension uh, between the two teams. Powerhouse Hobbs versus Miro is next. Uh, contract signing took place at All In as part of Zero Hour. Again, this one's had a small amount of build on Collision, and it's one of the matches that we knew was rumoured to be taking place just a few weeks ago. Now, Miro as the Redeemer is on a run. He's doing really well, and he's getting some great crowd reactions from Collision. But Powerhouse Hobbs is also doing some of the best work that I've seen him do in All Elite. Therefore, I think they will give the win to Powerhouse Hobbs. Sam, however, has gone for Myro. Either way, it's a 50-50 split. I just think Powerhouse Hobbs is going to get it. Uh, he cut a great heel promo at All In this past Sunday. Myro got an amazing crowd reaction. Again, it's one of those ones you can't call. But for me, Powerhouse Hobbs. Kenny Omega versus Konosuke Takeshita. Uh, follows on from all in with that surprising pinfall victory for, for Takeshita in the in the six-man tag between the Golden Elite and the Bullet Club and Takeshita this past Sunday night. Now, this is the match that we've all been waiting for since Double or Nothing, and it's finally happening on a one-on-one. -on -one. i got to admit, I'm slightly envious of the crowd in Chicago because I wish we would have had that match at all in 
uh, or the opportunity to have Kenny Omega in a singles one-on-one. Nevertheless, this will be match of the night. And I think it's fair to say it's a Kenny Omega win. They they did the the old-fashioned, uh, the opponent goes over, the face is going to win on the pay-per-view. <clears throat> the ABS, the ABS? <laughs> The AEW TBS Women's Championship is up next. Chris Statlander facing off against Ruby Soho. Um, again, Sam and I are split. Statlander for me, Soho for him. It makes sense for Soho because you've got Soraya as the new women's champion. You have Soho as the TBS Women's Champion. And then you've got this new character of Tony Storm slowly going insane in the background. You've got some opportunities for some great matches here. So I kind of hope Soho does it. But I think it's too early to take the title of Statlander. And I'm also thinking that Tony Storm will get involved in this match on Sunday at All Out. Then the main event, or what we think will be the main event, the AEW TNT Championship, Darby Allin facing off against Luchasaurus with Christian Cage in his corner. This is a no-brainer. This is Darby Allin walking out of Chicago the AEW TNT champion and bringing some lineage back, some prestige back to that champion. And Sam agrees with that prediction. All right, that is it for us this week. Thank you for joining us. Um, It's been a very different type of show. Solo ones are always slightly unique, Uh, but I'd like to know what you think of both Payback and All Out or anything that we've covered on the shows this week from All In, dynamite collision raw whatever hit us up on socials facebook x instagram and threads at tsc wrestling pod like and comment on this video or any of our videos and get the conversation going also want to give a big shout out to mike mcguire and hooked on and mike mcguire mcguire's on wrestling um great podcast there you can hear questions to dave Meltzer from this past sunday uh including one from lee and one from sam All right, guys, until next week, we will be back with the normal two-man format. Uh, My name's Andy Evans. I will see you very soon. Until then, take care. So long for now. See you at the matches. 